Welcome to You, Me, and Mike. I'm Jen Todrick, otherwise known as the Rambling Redhead on Instagram and the host and designer of No DeMoreno on HGTV. And I'm Mike. And I'm also known as Mike. And he's Mike. Applause. Anyone? <laughs> Applause. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome part back. Part two. This is a part two. Part so two. if you can... missed part one of my parents um, doing interview questions, Q&A, make sure right. you go back and listen to that yeah. first. So part two of, what is this called? The John and Kathy It's called side You, show? Me, and Mimi. You, Me, and Mimi, and Pops. Right. <laughs> you, Me, Me, Mimi, and Pops. And Mike. Yeah. Mimi yeah. needs her own podcast. Yeah. yeah. This has been this has been a great dialogue, and and uh, you know if you yes. again if you haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to it. It is insightful. It has great insight. Into probably the best the, one you've ever done. It probably, <laughs> honestly, it's probably the best one. Yeah. Probably the best one you've clearly, ever done. Clearly, clearly, okay. Put, put up a poll. Fan favorite, fan <laughs> favorite. All right, we're going to so, continue with more questions that were submitted through Instagram right. that they wanted my parents. Let's lead to. right into it. Let's do it. All right. So, do you guys view? your daughter as a celebrity and how do you handle her newfound fame as parents? <laughs> Dad, not well, is what I would say. I'm kidding. Do you, do you want to do this one first? Nope. All yours. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. First of all, it doesn't surprise us. She's always had this desire to perform and make people happy and laugh and bring joy so the fact that she's where she's at, right? Not surprising at all. Can I can I say? Nope. Despite despite you squashing her dreams as a child, you're and oh, no, not that, bringing that her was to me. LA. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, that, that was, was my that I was totally own me. that. <laughs> we'll tell the story in a minute. I, I think, I think though, yeah. There's it doesn't surprise us at all. Does it concern us? Yeah, we both have our own sets of concerns. I think most of your audience knows my background. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I do have which is what. It's say it, Dad. Law enforcement. There you go, Mike. Um, but yeah, so I know the the type of things, and, and especially my background with executive security mm-hmm. and 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 being bodyguards for certain people. I see the people that are out there, whether obsessive, you know, personalities, what they can do. So yes, without getting too dark, um, that <laughs> yeah, is a don't. that is a concern of mine, and, and will always be a concern of mine. You're, Mimi's going to talk about. Uh, do you want, should I call you Mimi or Kathy or Hun? No, I kind of do what I know. Want to know what I'm going to talk about? She's uh, still thinking. I, I, She's still you, thinking. If you can't answer it, I can answer it for you because I know exactly how you feel about it, and I agree with your side of it too. But me, it's just the security side of it. The more she grows, you know, the the, the more potential for problems. So uh, I know. 99.999% of her group, the people that watch her, they love her. There's zero threat at all. Uh, but there's just that 0.0001 that I will always be concerned with. And whenever I'm out in public with her, I will always have her back. My head's always on a swivel because you just never know. You know, I, I trust in her instincts. I know that she and Mike, I trust in yours too when you're all out together as a family, but that's never going to go away with me. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll deal with it. Dad, if y'all don't know, my dad was a police officer, but now he does, he specializes in high profile security. So with his company, um, him and his partner specialize in, like he's spoke with Megan the Stallion, Miley Cyrus. Like my dad works with very high profile celebrities who right. need that. And I literally have to tell my dad every single day, I'm not Beyonce. I'm not, I'm not Beyonce dad. <laughs> well, I don't need that. Here's, here's and so just to give some insight of why he's like that. He it's cause he's doing it every you, day. You, and I know where it don't want to argue with me with the world <laughs> as your audience. Cause you will be destroyed. <laughs> okay. Well, I know just, where you're coming despite from. Despite the I negativity, do. I will say. Negativity? I, negativity. What the hell is that? Not negativity. <laughs> negativity. The of course, you, you're going to be protected. It's your daughter, and, and you love her, and I know you have a very special relationship with her, and I think that's very normal. I think any any father should feel that way, but there is the other aspect to you that you're not talking about is John is literally the biggest hype man that Jen oh has ever gosh. had. And it's 100%. so despite, <laughs> despite your protection, you're the first to con like I used first to be the to first. I used Facebook. to be the one. I can't even get a comment in there. Cause it's like instantaneous. Before John, Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every Before time. my mom, number one, Facebook comment always yeah. went to dad and you're still Boop. like that. It's not Facebook. Boop. Cause I don't Boop. have Facebook. No, no it, reason it, I have Instagram. Cause I see my grandbabies on it. Yeah. So he's always been number <laughs> it's, one. No, I, it's on MySpace. Number one, MySpace fan. He's <laughs> on your top five. I think top eight, top eight, whatever. Kathy, what do you think? 
Well, my answer would be if Mike asked the question, how do we deal, how do I deal yeah. with do my Do you see her as a celebrity and, and how do you deal with that? Yeah, uh, the true answer is I don't. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> um, Jennifer is my daughter. Yep. Uh-huh. I've known her for 33 years as my daughter. 34. Uh, I'm 34. 34. Oh, Sam. Oh, oh. Cut that. Wow. Um, Ouch. I just, it's, I, I'm surprised every single time when we're out in public together and somebody stops to talk to her. I'm surprised every single time when people that even saw me for my 30 seconds of on an episode of HGTV with her that they have asked me for my autograph. And I still can't get past laughing that when they do that. And I'm trying to work on that because that's so uh, that's just so um so funny to me and like foreign yeah, yeah foreign to me and so I still love it when we can take our grandchildren to the park and um, people either don't know who they are or they don't come up because I am yet to think of my daughter first and foremost as a celebrity she is my daughter these are my kids these are my grandkids what I will say is the amount of pride that has gone into watching her fulfill a lifelong dream right. uh, with any of our kids. Jennifer's just happens to be um, where she goes to work yeah. uh, nine to five or nine to six, and she's behind a camera, and we see what she does every day. Other parents feel just as proud of their children who go to work every day with no camera. Right. And yep. so that's how I view my daughter. So to watch her accomplish her goals that we've watched her practice her whole life, like John said, it's not a surprise. Um, we're just genuinely proud. But from that celebrity aspect, to this day, it catches me off guard every single time. That's good. I hope that never changes. Like, how could it? I'm her. Yeah. She's my mom. I'm her. You're just Jenny from daughter. the block. Exactly. You're not. You're not a celeb. I, it, what's funny is I don't think my friends who grew up with me think no. they forget too, like because they knew me, you know, as I was struggling with puberty and all that stuff. <laughs> if, like if, they don't. They don't view it either. It's weird. Like when I'm out in public, they forget. They're like, "This is so strange. I forget." Like, and it is. It's. It is weird. If, I can. If totally you really, relate. if yeah. you really love us, you know what you will do. Go into a cave and never show my face again. No. Yeah, the, okay. Your next Instagram <laughs> clothing try on, mm-hmm. please fake an ankle injury. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ha <laughs> ha. On your uh, high should, heels. Actually. Yeah, you really should. Yeah. Or just show up with a bandage <laughs> on your ankle. This is on sale for $15. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways. That's awesome. Okay. Well, that was a good question. Yeah. I knew the answer to that. I agree. <laughs> I think it's a, of them. Look, I think everyone's very proud of you. And, you know, and a, okay, we can we, stop here. That's y'all are nice. We don't oh, talk about oh, let's make Jen feel uncomfortable. Oh, I love this. Good. Your we're ground, good. Let's move on. the groundedness and the humility and the and the ability f- for you to know that this you know, as quick as it came as quick as it can go and to that is so to, true to to take everything that's been given and provided from an awareness standpoint to use it for good and to do positive things to spread joy. I know that's that's you know you may not outwardly say that, but I know that is important and it's important to our family yes. as well. And that's then why I think. It's important. You are who you are. After fame and the attention is gone, I'm left with the person that was created in that phase is like a good way to put it. And like at the end of the day, I've always said this, even this is can go even like to being a mom. At the end of the day, when I lay my head down on my pillow, I I always have like, oh, I could have been better in this situation or like my tone was harsh with my kids. That's normal. But am I still proud of the person I was in that day? And that's something that I think about even whenever it comes to my job, like- Am I positioning myself, being true to myself? That's very important, but also just being kind, showing kindness, spreading joy. Anyways, the next question that has nothing to do with me, back to my parents, is I love this question. I don't know if there will be anything, so if there's not, we can skip it. But someone said, a rule of or point of friction then that you realized was really no big deal now as far as parenting. So I took that as, was there something that you guys were really strict on or like believed really hard in the moment of having kids, and when you look back, it's like, oh, mm, we probably could have yeah. eased up a little bit on that, or maybe vice versa. I don't know. A point of friction. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. No. I mean, uh, no. Uh, you know, we we had babies when we were, started having babies when we were babies, really. We were yeah. so, and, 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 and our philosophy on that was we figured we the chances of us becoming more successful have, have being so damn young and so damn stupid would be better than waiting till you're older and then doing it when you're exhausted all the time. That's and, true. and looking back, we made the right decision. Now, you know, we had our roles. I mean, 
everybody that's listening to this can tell the type of woman that your mom is just with her answers and what you've said about her. I had my role and I don't think there's anything that we would do differently. And, and your mom and I talk about this a lot and it's, it's, we feel blessed that you and Kevin and Colt have turned out the way that you have, you know, we, it was our responsibility. We felt to put you on that right path. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're kind of like Australian shepherds. Parents are in general, whether you're a single parent or, and I'm going to, Jen's looking at me weird. Trust me. I'm going to, mm. I'm going to, I'm going to get that okay. up here in a minute. Whether you're a single parent or you're, you know, have two parents involved, you know, we, it's our job to put you on that path. It's also our job to herd you back onto that path when you, ah, I get it. I like it. It's a good one. I like so it. no, I mean, did we make mistakes along the way? Minor ones that probably didn't matter. Hell yes, we did probably. Um, yeah. but as far as being on the same page, parenting the three of you, I feel very good about what we've done and how we did it. I mean, you just look at the end result, you know, you guys are, are good people. We wanted you guys to be good people. We Thank wanted you, you Kathy, to, for that. We wanted you, shut up, Mike. We wanted you, we, we wanted you to be individuals, but be part of that family team, especially when it was you and your brothers to be, to have each other's backs. You've already told one story about that, but it was important to us that, that you had that. So we made mistakes and Kathy can get this point across way better than I did, but you know, I, I would do the same thing over again with the same woman in the, without question. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, would we tweak a little thing here and there? Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to it's think about like it. It's also like society I'd have to have changes a, too. Yeah. So you might do things differently because society maybe, is like maybe different. Maybe. But, I mean, just because society changes doesn't mean we have to. That's right. I mean, That's true. It makes it harder um, in society's yes. eyes, but I really don't care about that. But it, Kathy, make that shine, shine what I set up a little bit. <laughs> shine that turd up <laughs> you got a turd mom clean it <laughs> no nothing really comes to mind other than um you have different challenges with your kids jen and mike that we didn't have uh the social media yes. uh, that can be a battle we didn't have that kids wanting to be on um in front of a screen all the time the um protection of your children through negative uh, um comments coming through social media on a phone, robbing them of their self-esteem. Those are some really big challenges that we didn't have to deal with on the level that you guys do um, and that kind of thing. And so there's lots of different challenges. Would we have done some things differently? Yes, some small things along the way. But I was struggling with this question. I can't think of any one big thing. Were we too strict sometimes? Yes. Were we too lenient sometimes? Did we just miss an opportunity for a learning lesson lots of times. Yes, we certainly did, like every parent does. But right. um, overall, I just think it's those, I think it's, it's again, honing in on the big points. Like Mike, you were saying, concentrating on who's um, who is your child spending most time with as far as friends mm-hmm. and what are they doing and, and how are they leading that child and trust those gut instincts right. and finding that niche for your child. Every child needs to be successful. Putting that energy into is is my child, um, does he have a good friend? Do I need to have friends over to encourage that? Do we need to get him in sports? Do we need to get him in academics? What do we need to do? Mm-hmm. I think those are the key things and those are the same things that we dealt with. Um, you know, 20 and 34 years ago. So um, it's just still back to those basic things of raising the kids because they've got a lot of hard decisions to make on their own in a hard world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So would you have still allowed Jen to do track? Thinking back, (laughs) is this something that would have... No, I'll be honest with this. There is something that's been brought up prior. And I know you had told me one time, Kathy, that Jen had did thousands of activities it was one thing after another is there anything that you wish you would have focused more on one or are you happy that you were able to give her a lot of exposure and into different activities because i know that was one thing you brought you said in the past um, I think her track exposure is why she's so highly successful in the drama that she is <laughs> okay. now. She had the opportunity to Let's perfect just name this track. Drama. Let's just name the yes. episodes Track Star 1 and 2. Yes. That's what yes. this is about. Track Star. You know, that's a hard balance that I know you guys are finding oh, yeah. today. Um, are your kids in too many activities yep. or are they in not enough? 
John and I, for us, we had some pretty strict rules on that. I would expect that most people would not agree with us today. And that is um, all of our kids really didn't start activities till like second grade, like eight or nine years old. Um, People are starting them a lot earlier today. We felt that way because we had watched a generation before us where kids got burnt out. When they got to the point that they really could be enjoying and excelling at the activity, they were so tired of it. So I think that's a constant battle. Do we need to start our kids now so they don't get lost and never catch up? Or do we need to pull back and not be quite as busy? Mm -hmm. I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer to that. It's what fits into your family to where people are enjoying the activities, but they're not exhausted. And you're not fighting amongst yourselves because you have to conquer and divide all the time and there's zero quality family time because everybody is running. And I think that is a perpetual balancing act always. And it was a a situation in our generation and it continues to be one in yours. And there's no right answer. It's figuring out what's best for your kids and for your family and going with it. I think allowing your children to explore new activities is good. At the same time, not letting them prematurely quit just because they're challenged. Like there's yeah, a, there is exactly. a balance between that. Like, yes, this may not, you may not be the best right now, but keep trying if they genuinely like it. Cause I know, I mean, you had, well, Kevin was, you know, select competitive baseball and you traveled a ton with him according to what Jen said. Right. So there was commitments to that and the coaching and everything. So, you know, I don't know what, what the right answer is there or why the relevance of the question is, but and it'll work itself out if you're because <laughs> i know you guys got a crazy crazy schedule with all the stuff that, that your kids are doing we definitely divide and conquer yep. totally <sighs> thank you for getting that right she, no it's she, conquer and divide she said she said conquer and divide the other day and i'm like huh. it's definitely huh. conquer and divide i think it's divide and conquer jam because <laughs> you're dividing your foes so it's easier to conquer uh, yeah. them <laughs> Anyway, I say everything I, I, wrong I, I in stories. That's part of your. It's part of your charm. Oh. But I think, to my point, that we can move on. I, it's going to that will work itself out. Yeah. Vaughn's either going to say, "Yeah, this is too much. I like football better than baseball," or vice versa. Or right. Well, it's going to work itself out. Let them be themselves right now. Let them because they're in that that figuring out mode. Correct. Who are they? What do they want to do? Are they good at? Yeah. So it's going to be busy as hell for you guys, but it's part of it. Just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. It's that because we're just along for it. All right. I'm going to move on to another question here. Um, this kind of goes back to what you had said earlier, um, that you had no doubt that Jen, or doesn't actually doesn't surprise you that Jen is in a public eye right now at this point. So what did you think Jen would grow up to be when she was little? And why? The person put, and why? Yeah, and why? So well, why. it sure wasn't going to be a, on Instagram or <laughs> I, TV was not out of the question for me. I didn't know. I just know that I wanted her to, with as much joy and laughter and craziness and nuttiness and goofiness that she provided the fa- us, our family, I wanted that to be spread further. So... And I didn't know what, of course, we didn't know anything about any of these, all this BS social platforms that are out there right now. I didn't, I didn't either. about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I just know that, you know, I wanted, I wanted the world to experience what we got to experience. What that looked like, hell, I didn't know. So visual merchandising like. is what so, we imagine. So visual her, merchandising. So you figured yeah. that she would. <laughs> I mean, her, her degree with that question is why she is where she is today. With that question. But her degree was also very important in you guys hooking up. That's true. Yes. Ooh. Hooking up is in marriage. Yeah. Let's make that clear. That's right. <laughs> what about you, Kathy? Because um, and, and, with, and with this also, can you humor me and tell me the, the Disney story? No, mom will tell you all the careers yeah. I wanted to be. She remembers. Yeah. Don't you? Remember Gosh, we got a list. Yeah, I think. So what I'm thinking back is way back when she was young. When you did projects in school as a little group project or your individual, you could use different mediums. You could write. You could sing. You could use clay or whatever. Jennifer always chose to pick up the video camera and record herself on video. In fact, I say, <laughs> laughingly say to her all the time, her two good friends at the time named Ashley and Kelly that would come over and they were shy. They didn't really like to be in the camera. And those little girls had no choice when they came to our <laughs> house because Jen was doing a show. She was the star and they were in it and that was it. And they uh, spent more time doing different uh, kind of shows with Jennifer. She took that on into um, when she would babysit her niece, uh, the funniest 
videos we have are our Jen and Abby making faces all through again, faces in front of a camera. So that was Jennifer's natural bend on to show choir and to in the place. But I don't think I really knew that it was going to really be part of her life until um, I wrecked her dreams, flat out crushed them. (laughs) Um, her plan was that she was going to go be Julia Roberts' younger sister in a national... True. Um, uh, like a hit movie. A hit movie. Totally. And uh, in order to accomplish <laughs> that, she and I needed to leave John and Kevin and Colt. No, no, no. I brothers. wanted the whole family to go. I wanted the whole family oh, to go. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, it was sweet. just you and I. <laughs> we were going to LA. We needed to move there to better her career. And dad needed to stay home because the boys were playing right. sports. How old oh, is she? Yes, yes. Um, she was probably. I was 11. Yeah. Because I did the talent search when I was 11. Yeah. This is all stemming from I did a talent search. I got five air quote offers as far as like contracts to work like with Fox four. I don't, it was Disney one. I can't remember. I got picked. I got five different offers, but all of them told me I needed to move to LA. That way we were central for auditions. And so just for the record, mm. yes, my 11 year old self definitely was like, you hear the stories of celebrities. And I'm, now that I'm a parent, it's, I don't feel like it's oh. healthy, <laughs> but the moms take the kids, they split up the family and they go try to make the dream hit happen with the child star. So in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't understand. Why can't we do that? Now as a parent, obviously I don't have any like hard feelings. I'm like, no, that was an 11 year old's perspective. It's two years older than Vaughn, you know? Right. So I don't feel that way now, obviously, but in my mind, yeah, I was like, I just don't understand. Like, why can't we just go live out there for like six months? I don't get it. What you don't get enough credit for, though, is that, that fun fact about Jen, she actually invented the selfie. <laughs> like, she, even the video? Because <laughs> you were always had the, the, the video. Arms. Yeah. The, <laughs> and, you know, the some of the greatest memories, that, and we always joke around with it, especially your mom and I, or, you know, Jen would be tugging at my pants you know get me dad get me she could barely barely old enough to walk get me dad get me i'm trying to get your brothers get me dad get me i mean i don't know if that's a good trait but it was there no it was persistent <laughs> it was there and guess what i got you yeah several you times yep. yeah, yeah i should show that video on stories because it's 100 percent a real video multiple times but i'm yeah. thinking of one in particular where i did that over yeah. give me that give me that give me that give me that like listen, you can hear my aunt when my, you're reading a book i remember i was seeing one give video. me that give me that give me listen to me oh, listen, listen to me yeah. listen to me look at me look at me and then yeah. your dad beyond like on you and then yeah. as you're reading he pans over to the other kids yeah you know what's funny is they, they right. didn't ask my perspective but i'll give it i <laughs> i always felt more comfortable even with a camera in front of me than just being i don't know like when a camera's on i'm like I'm on. Like, I like doing it. It comes natural. It's like it's not there for me, which now that I've done this and I look at people who do the show with me, homeowners, and they're visibly sweating and shaking in their hands and they're so nervous. And I look at it and I'm like, that is something that was in me because I've never felt that. Except for one thing. Yeah. Track. You have, nope, (laughs) track. (laughs) You have the most, one of the most beautiful, and this could be just a a dad's perspective. Yeah. But you have one of the most beautiful voices that I've ever heard. Like speaking? Singing. Oh, I was don't like, be, I have a horrible voice. Yeah, no. You don't have a great voice. Singing. Thank you. you Thank and you. Charity does too as well, but Charity will back me up on your voice. <laughs> so, But you never used to like to sing for like your mom and I. Never. Right. So there, so you have never. limits. You have limits to yep. that. Now, you still, I think I think your, your lack of confidence in your singing first of all, it puzzles me why you have that. But I think that's probably the only thing that you lack confidence in is your ability to sing in front of people. I know why. It's because they're staring at you. And when you sing, you like make funny faces. And so I only like to sing on a stage. You just described you (laughs) on either FaceTime or whatever. I do make funny faces. But it's different when you're singing. And also, yeah, I don't know. Do you know like when you hear like a karaoke singer and they're not good and it makes you uncomfortable because they're bad? Oh, you always wonder, like, does that person feel that way about know. me? I just, you know what I mean. I just think you, you, you have a beautiful voice that okay. should be shared. I haven't sang in forever, and, so I probably. And I think you now. should probably do that either on your next episode on No Demo Reno or your next podcast. <laughs> she should sing the intro. Jen sings. You know, we should need to do an intro song for No Demo Reno where Jen is actually singing it. Yeah, yeah. Or release an album. Maybe you and David Hasselhoff can do an, an album <laughs> oh together. Gosh. It'd be awesome. 
<laughs> I think where I was going with that is I don't even know if I had a vision for myself. I always wanted to be a lawyer, but then I also wanted to be a court reporter. Yeah, crime scene, a court reporter. Oh, then I wanted to be a cop, and my dad was like, yeah. you're going to get thrown across the room. Yeah. Um, like, just, I wanted to do all of the things. But always in my mind, it was like, I could do television if I wanted to. It's just weird that I always had that in my mind of like, oh yeah, that's totally a yeah. possibility. No, it's not, you crazy fool. Like it happened on accident. Well, but it is kind of weird that I always had that in my mind. Like I could go do TV if I wanted. But I, I, I'm, <laughs> I think that's na- naivety. <laughs> again, I'm grateful for the journey because if it didn't happen, I would have never been able to meet you, right? But right. going, if you would have went to LA as a child, just think about how different the journey would be and how different things could be and right. how your... I guess initial climb to the social or to the public's eye came through social media, which was just driven all through just being you and being authentic and being, being in honest, my home. And being I love it. Right, you're not. You're right. Acting. No, you're right. You're, just, like it's, you're right. You're not acting. And in, in the same with the television show, you're not acting. You're just comfortable in front of the camera, and you right. can articulate yourself in a way that comes across like okay, I can, I can use this, especially with the show. I can use these tips. I can see this home. I can, you know, have a perspective and podcast creating and a, I guess an open dialogue with the public in a way that's not like, you know, judgmental or punitive because again, we don't have things figured out. I don't think Johnny Kathy would say everything we, we, they've done is figured out. It's like life is a journey and there's a navigation every day. You're like, every day. Yeah. Leaning on consultants for things to be able to. And everything do. happens for a reason. Yeah. Jen yeah. says that a lot. And I it's true. Mm-hmm. And had you taken the LA route, you know, sure, things could have happened, whatever. But let's think about what's in, what's important. But you I know, don't God, like God, God puts you where you are right now on this Instagram thing that I do not understand <laughs> any of that. <laughs> Although you like every but, comment. But I, but I do because she's my daughter. Yeah. Do you? And you, you should. He does. I do. So. God has placed you in a medium, yeah. if you will, that allows you to spread that laughter and joy to millions of people. And could you have done that if you were Julia Roberts' little sister? I don't know. It would have been I guess it, it would have been depends different. on the movie. Yeah, so right. people love you because you're funny. Well, thank you're you. who you are. Yep. You keep it real well, and, you. and you make them laugh. Keep it and real. That's keep it real. Well, thank you. And well, so who knows? Well, I look back on the LA and I want no part of it because I see um, a really rough industry. Like even the TV industry that I'm in, I've had a great experience, but you know, it's, it's a wild industry and I have to be protective of myself and tough. And, um, I could see how people get lost very easily and think the world of themselves because of people, what people tell them It's just a messy industry. And I, actually want no part of like being in like films like that. I love that. I literally get to do what I want through being home. And then whenever I do the show, I'm literally filming around my house. You know what I mean? Like super close to my family. I get to be home with my kids. I feel so freaking blessed that I get to have language industry. The, (laughs) I feel it, the industry that I'm in and I got to do the arts, which is what I've always loved and been better at. Right. Unlike math, you know, um, or sports. And I get to be, I get to have the family part right. too, because in this industry, it is not family You're friendly. Still, it's not marriage friendly. It's just not. Can I, do you still see yourself as a mother first and designer and, and you know, public um, awareness second? I mean, I see me as Jen Marsh first, well, always. That's just who I am as sweet. a person. Marsh. Sweet. I do. I see where I came from. Okay. That's what I see first. And then now I've created a beautiful life, which now I'm Jennifer Todrick. I have kids. And I happen to have a really, really fun job. That's yeah. literally how I think of it. It's a great way, great perspective. All right, I want to take a quick moment to talk about today's sponsor, which is Raycon. You have definitely heard of Raycon on my Instagram if you follow over there. I've talked about them for over a year. They're amazing earbuds. I love them so much. These are the ones that are sweat resistant, water resistant. I've literally dropped them in a cup of coffee and then rinsed them off with water and they still kick into this day. I barely charge those suckers. They have 32 hour battery life, but I swear it's more than that. 
They are amazing and half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no shock to me why they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. These are the earbuds that I put in my ear and Mike, and we shook our heads like a freaking rock star and they do not move. They do not budge. They feel awesome in your ear. They have a flat profile to where you can lay on the pillow and watch your shows at night and they're not sticking out of your head. Amazing. I cannot recommend them more. I love them so much. I have way too many pairs that I'm willing to admit because I want them in every room of my house because I use them every single day. Again, those are the everyday earbuds. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code rambling to get 20% off of your Raycon order. We're going to do a spelling bee here for a second. It's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com. Code rambling, as in rambling redhead for 20% off. You will not be disappointed. If any of you are in the market for a new zit patch, I have been using Hero Cosmetics Mighty Patch for well over a year and it is dare I say, life-changing. It's pretty dang cool because if you're someone like me who likes instant gratification, this patch is also for you. It is a hydrocolloid patch. So what that means is that it's a medical grade gel that gently absorbs and traps all the gunk. For me, the biggest noticeable difference is after one night of sleeping in that patch, you wake up in the morning and your zit is much flatter and less inflamed. So you can go about your day, put some makeup on, and it's barely even there. Barely noticeable. I'm, I'm telling you, especially if they're big whiteheads. I've also used it on cystic acne and it works with that as well. They are giving you guys 20% off. So if you visit herocosmetics.com and use code REDHEAD, you'll get 20% off site-wide, excluding bundles. And this is for new and existing customers. So even if you bought with them before, you can still use this code REDHEAD to get your 20% off today. Again, that is herocosmetics.com, code REDHEAD. I promise you, you will not regret trying these zip patches. Um, Go for the 72 account, I swear, especially if your husband likes them because Mike steals mine constantly and they go really fast. Someone said they want to know your side of the story, mom and dad, of the story I told about when I first told you about Mike. So we weren't engaged. We weren't dating. This was in the kitchen of the Burleson house. Let's put us back there. We've got the island we're propped up against. We're kind of next to the fridge. And I said, I am going on a date with someone, a first date. And I wanted to tell you guys because I was living at home. So I knew it would be a late night. And you guys, even still as a graduate of college, would needed to know. You're like, just be respectful and tell us when you're going to be home. So I was telling you because it was going to be late. And so I told you I was going to date this person. And we started asking questions about who Mike was. And I knew that him being married previously and being 12 years older than me was going to be a topic. And you know me. I'm a, again, goes back to the parent pleaser. Rip the Band-Aid off. Let's just do it. Let's just tell him what it is. I don't want to hide it. Let's just tell him what it is and then be done with it. So that's when I told you all the things about Mike. So what's your side of the story as far as how you processed it and like how that scene was? Well, how how did I act? What, what did I do at that occasion? You were, mom was great. Mom, definitely careful, you could tell careful. she was like, careful. You could tell you were, you were not, I wouldn't even say concerned, mom. I think you were taking in the information and you were processing it and you were still, you act, you were so good about poker face and not acting alarm, alarmed. And I think that's how you are through our whole way of parenting. If we said something um, alarming, you would never be like, what? Like you, the only time you would ever get like saucy or sassy is if I popped like attitude. That was more like where you'd pop off. But if I told you like information that could be alarming, you were always Joe cool, always poker face. And I could tell that you were processing it, but you kept asking me questions. Dad, do you want to ask me how I thought about you? No. <laughs> Just kidding. No. So mom, how did you it take was, it? Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking back, you were um, home from New York. Yep. You had graduated from college, you yep. had lived on your own in New York, and you were excited about the state with this young man named Mike. So yeah. Wait a minute. Probably. Yeah. Time out. Young, young man. Time, time out. I knew I liked your mom. A lot. This is I was, uh, I'm sure I was excited for you. Yeah. Uh, I, we were asking you questions like I would with anybody that you were dating. Um, the 12 years older was probably not um, a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my youngest sister is married to a man uh, about 14 years older. Right, and so I, that was not any big deal to me. Right. Um, I, we, I'm sure we asked questions about um, Mike, Mike's previous marriage mm-hmm. because my intent would be, 
what happened? What have we learned from that? And who is that person moving forward? And I didn't know because I hadn't even had my first date, but I remembered from having lunch with him that he was previously married. So we had had one meal together in the mall, mall lunch. This was our first dinner date. So I remember you asking me and I didn't have any answers, but I knew that he was divorced, previously divorced. But you, yeah, that was the one. And just to put it in perspective, that, those were the two things as far as like, again, I, I, was, tw- I was 22, 21. No, I just turned 21. I was young. You, you were 22. No. Yes. Yes, I was. 100%. I just You're turned 22. 22. You're right. <laughs> I would just turn 22. So my perspective would probably be at this point in time, again, I'm already in that consultant phase. Mm-hmm. I was married when we were 22. Right. So I would find that appropriate that you would be looking for a spouse at this phase of your life because you're done with college. Uh, trust your judgment. Um, I'm going to ask a lot of questions based on, especially if there was a previous marriage of, of what does that look like now and mm-hmm. what happened and yeah. not gory details, but in general. Mm-hmm. And um, then I'm going to want to meet Mike if this gets concerned. And I'm probably going to ask him a lot of those same questions too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think overall for me, I would was just be generally excited. I think you were excited about it. You were home from New York and I was excited for you. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, I feel like that's a very fair assessment <laughs> as far as like what I feel too. And your dad mom. was the same way. He was, yeah, he was cheering I, it I, on. I, He's I, like, this is great. Exactly what you Can't wait said. to meet him. It's going to be fun. <laughs> no, dad, give common. your point of view. Be honest. No, I mean, I think you blow that out of perspective. I think some. <laughs> that was my perspective, dad. You can't tell me no, how I, I feel. I can tell you. You can't tell me how I feel. perspective will be. A lot of perspectives here. <laughs> um, yeah. Can I get my perspective? The, a lot of pee <laughs> A lot of pee-pees around here. <laughs> a lot of pee-pees. No, um, no, I remember that night like it happened yesterday. I remember where we were standing. I remember what I was wearing. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, man. I do. Very I had that much impact on his Very life. Vivid. Not at all. You, Mike. Wow. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Um, but no, I remember when you, when we started getting into it, you know, it, it, it went from a very casual conversation about a date you were going on mm-hmm. to the hair on the back of my neck standing up and I had questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you always say when we bring this up or when we talk about it, that, you know, it you kind of got agitated because I didn't trust you. Defensive. Yeah. Untrue statement. That's how I felt, Pat. So, you can't say it's not true. Your well, feelings are I, wrong. No, yeah, that's right. Didn't you all have a... We did. Yeah. Feelings are real or feelings wrong. Feelings are real. Yeah. Well, they're not wrong. In this instance, feelings are, they're, they're not reliable, She John. felt it, but she was wrong. Her feelings, feelings are real, but... That's right. Get it. Yeah. Did you hear him? Yes. Whenever I said emotions aren't real, it doesn't they're make real. it right. That's what I said. <laughs> emotions are Same real. Cloth. Emotions are real. It doesn't okay, mean but, they're right. Okay, back on that's, topic. Yeah, back on topic. Sorry. Um, so... To me, it, all those things your mom said, absolutely true. But I, and the first thing I wanted to do was meet this guy. I wanted to see this guy. Because as a father, and you, a traditional type father back in the day, you, you wonder, huh, so 12 years old, older, what's he been doing? What, mm. What's going on? Why did he wait so long? And then yeah. you got into the fact that he was divorced. What, 100%. Just, you know, that happens. Didn't once your mom and I uh, got to meet Mike, that means absolutely nothing now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I had concerns. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah. I mean, you were my daughter, you were my baby girl. And, and what's this dude, you know, twice your age? What's going on with and, that? And firstborn. So it's your first time to like tackle dating and marriage and serious relationships. My yeah. brothers weren't in serious relationships. But you over dramatized that. I did, <laughs> I did go into our bedroom because I had to process it and I didn't want you to see me seeing me process it <laughs> yeah i don't think i over dramatized that's what happened well, but i came back out and then he started talking about west point mm-hmm. and well, south I, hudson institute of technology west point is west that point was junior the college. funniest part of the whole okay, story we skip west through point. that part guys west family point junior is, college the junior college the south hudson okay yeah i'm like maybe maybe she does need this guy because she <laughs> thinks this is a damn junior college so rude <laughs> so rude I'm, but, uh, I'm done. One, you know, th- th- we, that just made for a funny night, you know, funny yeah. comments. And the fact that I said, you know, you might as well go. It's not like you're going to marry the dude anyway, you know, it's, which all those he things. Did. Totally made that comment clear today. It was great. We all love it. it. We're all shaking our heads. Yep. But, the, like but the, the key that your mom and I would agree with on this whole story is once we met Mike, very comfortable. Um, you, your personality needs somebody like Mike. Mm-hmm. 
And it's that's not a that's not a cut down. It's not a compliment to Mike. It's just <laughs> yeah, Mike. It's, it's just a statement of fact. I agree. You, you need you needed a mature, more mature, yep. very patient yes. man. I agree with that. And God totally. gave you that in Mike. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. I had some reservations as a, as a normal father would early on, but once we met Mike, those were gone. Yep. No. Thanks, yeah. John. I'm I'm touched. Now I'm now I'm kind of going back the other way on him. <laughs> I know him too well now. <laughs> I want to take a moment to say I feel I just realized this like in this moment as you're talking because you said you needed someone mature. You know how people say like men tend to date or marry women or they should who are like their mom like they tend to gravitate and women tend to gravitate towards men like their dad and where I think both of you guys. I'm like going to get emotional. I'm going to try not to. Where both of you guys are the same is that you both had hardships growing up and you both have excuses to not, I'm going to get emotional, not be good dads or be a good husband. And you both are amazing. Like dad, dad, can I say that? I'm not going to go into detail, but dad had abuse in his childhood. And Mike, where there wasn't abuse, there was, you weren't with your mom and your dad. It wasn't perfect and peachy and you both have every excuse to be one of those people that are like well I didn't know better I didn't see it and you guys are both awesome husbands and awesome dads and I just like linked that like with Mike saying that you are mature Mike like when I have moments where I get upset or whatever you're like you don't need to feel that way and I need someone who taught my dad's like that like my I like it straightforward. I don't want you to sugarcoat anything. I get mad when you do. Shoot it to me straight. And you're very good at that. And so, anyways, cut that out. Cut me crying out. (laughs) Right now. I mean that, though. I feel like y'all are super different in personalities. Thank you. As far as... As thank far you. as like Agreed. how you also, are thank both, you. how you are both. I said thank you first. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome then. How we all are both grounded in how you are you overcame stuff is really cool because I don't have that story. I had an amazing childhood. I don't, you know, yeah, yeah I've had I, things happen. To I me, had but a, I, but I had an amazing childhood. You did childhood too. You did There's, too. Yeah. I'm not trying. You did too. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. I right? do know what you're saying. Okay. And mine wasn't horrible either. I mean, it, we, there were some issues that we had, but you know what? There I feel like there, you're, down, I feel like there, you're downplaying it, but it doesn't okay. matter. That's my story to tell <laughs> and I'll downplay it if I want to. But I think did, did I do everything Perfect as a husband and father, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> oh my god, mom! Just laughing. <laughs> absolutely not. But it, it did, you know. And and sadly, when you get involved, and Mike probably would probably share this sentiment. You 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 learn more about things that you're not going to do, right? Than really dwelling on the things that happened, or if, they find someone who's not. I mean, mom, mom is more, I would, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you're more like me, like as far as your upbringing and you can say I had a very good childhood and absolutely. Yeah. And that shaped you. Um, so you found mom and like, what if mom wasn't as stable? Like sometimes it's not even a choice. It's like people don't know better and, right. and they really don't. And I do believe that wholeheartedly, um, that they just never, ever saw a good way yeah. ever. And they don't know. Well, there's, and we think being a good person is like black and white, but I do think there are some people who literally their intelligence as far as like how to handle hard situations, it's not there. Well, there's, yeah, you know, I mean, there's a whole thing about emotional intelligence, and then, yeah. and th- then how do you handle this is a heartache topic. or trauma? Or this is a deeper topic. <laughs> the truth is, every single person has something in their past that they can hook yeah. onto to say, you know, this has caused me to be this way, or that's caused me. But our childhood is is part of the formative nature of who we become as people. It, it it's what it is. But if you hold on to the hurts and you hold on to pain, yeah. and it allow that it affect your current relationships, you're not ever releasing the child in you. I mean, it's like yeah. the, the pain in you. You have to kind of acknowledge it and know that's part of you and know that that's going to be there. And maybe you may have you know hurts and things that come up later. But if that if that defines you in all your relationships it's it's a crutch and it's sad and because it, yeah. it's it's a truly an ability to not just forgive the other person but yourself as well and there's well, a my whole other thing my whole point that. was that y'all are great well thanks <laughs> that's my point on that <laughs> and thank so, you i'm grateful that i have a wife like you and, and, and in-laws like i do i i yeah. i am and i've said this in another podcast before i am i do feel blessed that i have the in-laws and the family 
that we have. It makes it it makes it easy to be able to say, hey, have your parents over. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love having you guys hang out with you. You know, share a bourbon with John. It's great. And or a beer, right? I mean, it's we have we have a very healthy relationship in the standpoint where we I genuinely enjoy being with you all. I don't feel ever imposed when you are part of our lives or part of our children's lives. It's a, it is a blessing. And I know other people don't have that relationship with their in-laws. And it does stink when you don't have that. And I I am very, very grateful. And I do feel that that's unique, that we're blessed on it. And, you know, so, you know, again, I hope we can be that way to our children's. I mean, this, this gives me a model. And likewise, my my mom and dad are, they're, they want, they're very involved in our children as well. Well, I'm saying that like it goes both ways. I feel that way about your parents too. Yeah. I'm going to let you take this one. Yes. Our last question. It's really going to go on mom. Drum roll. Mom, you're like the only one who can answer this. Um, But I got quite a few messages on this. So I feel like any kind of light or insight on this would be helpful. Um, Someone specifically that I saw, it said getting through menopause as a couple. And that was it. So I, I'm pretty sure from other questions that I've seen is like, you're going through a lot. I mean, you, I'm just gonna let you take it away from there as far as how are you, how do you navigate menopause within a marriage and like things shifting and even as just a woman? Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a big question because that I'm not exactly sure, but there's a lot of pieces to that. Um, the first thing I would say as a woman in her fifties is that, um, getting older for both men and women is not for the faint of heart. Yeah, uh, Things change constantly and um, all of our phases in life, especially as women, menopause is just one of those uh, God designed. Um, there are some freedoms for some women as they enter menopause because you don't have the fear anymore of becoming pregnant. Right. And some people really embrace that. Other people um, with the changes in your bodies, there's a lot of changes that can go on. But the thing that makes this so hard is that it's different in every female's body. Okay. So there are lots of things that go into that. And number one is you can have your own hormones evaluated. If that is something you are looking into. I think parents in my mom's generation, most of them did not replenish um, hormones, Mm -hmm. either um, artificially or bioidentically, but that is a real option now. And if that's something... That, you know, when our hormones in our young 20s, that's what kept us from being sick and from um, helping with aging and or that not. kind of thing. Or, or not. not. If you have Hashimoto's like me, I mean, I've been doing this since I was 25. Yes. So seven years of hormone replenishment and I have not hit menopause. So I'm yes. basically just going to drop dead <laughs> during menopause. More probably. fun to come. More <laughs> fun to come. So it's all of those things. It's embracing the changes. And um, for some of us women, it is a real struggle on one side. On the other side, as I look back in the whole thing is number one in our 50s, we're still here, which is great. And uh, number two, there is such a wisdom that you gain as you go through each decade of life. I mean, things that used to be super important that you spend time agonizing on it, those things aren't as important anymore. Mm -hmm. And you have a wisdom for other things that are really important. And you're getting to enjoy the fruits of your labor of raising children and maybe embracing grandchildren or experiencing a new phase of life with your spouse. Mm -hmm. And those are all things that if we totally want to dwell on the negative, which I am guilty of having done at different times this past year, it can be a little dismal. And Mm -hmm. um, you can spend a lot of time really focusing on yourself and the negative changes. But I hope that all of us come back around to this is part of God's design for our bodies. Mm -hmm. It is a natural part of aging. There are things that we can do to change things we don't particularly care about. And uh, there is help out there depending on what the situation is that they're specifically referring to. Dad, your take? I just want to hear about Mike's menopause experience mm. when he was. <laughs> Sorry, it's an age joke. Mm. Um, I mean, look at your mom. Seriously, she's great. Being married to her through this menopause thing, which I th- kind of think is fake news, but whatever. oh, I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> Cut it out, charity. <laughs> no, the reason I say that, the reason I say that, I say it jokingly, of course, but. The, the reason I say that as a joke is because I don't really see your, as your mom ever, I can't remember like this point of time in which her demeanor or her behavior or her mood changed or swung so extreme mm-hmm. to one way. So my, my experience with menopause with her has been, it's been fine. I mean, I love this phase in our life. I love where we're at. And yeah. this, this menopause thing happened during that didn't change my opinion of her at all or our time together did again didn't see a mood swing 
but that's just her. Yeah. And she's just, a, maybe she's strong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, obviously, I, I know zero about this topic. Yeah. Well, you know about menopause. I do know about menopause. Yeah. You, how, how, you, how are you handling yours? You, you try to bring it to me, but. What is menopause? We're skipping past this. <laughs> so on a parting note to all the uh, parents out there, uh, I'll end with this. Uh, when, when I was the dream squasher for Jennifer at age 16 and decided as an adult that I was not going to make the choice to put her in this lifestyle, I said to her, if this is truly your dream, then you're going to have to find your own way to get there. And she did. And I did. And Thanks, Mom. Are. You're sweet. On accident, which is kind of fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Well, thank you for being here. I know these are some deep questions. Um, thank you for being honest and open. Um, and thank you guys yeah. for submitting these questions. Super well, fun. I'm sure it won't be the only time y'all come back on. That's what I'm saying. This has been yeah. fun. It'd be well, good for guests. And do more for, guests. for those of you, Jen, I think you should throw out a poll. I know the answer. Dad, to I can't do a poll on, on a podcast, Dad. Well, I'm talking about your Instagram. <laughs> okay, okay. Jeez. Swipe I up on this podcast. What, what, what do you? What does the world think about another podcast called "You, Me, and Mom"? I think that would tear it up. You, me and Mom. Like Mike's you, like, no, this is this is our thing. Well, I know Mike. <laughs> but it, and, and it, you could have one called "You, Me, and the Raptor," Mike. Yeah, That's, Mike. It'd be exciting. Yeah, Mike. But Jen and Jen, and I, I just want to say this. All BS aside, okay. that you listening to you and Kathy talk, I could see how your group, your little corner of the world would just absolutely love it. No, they're not wrong. Because the, wrong. The, some of the topics, not just the topics that you bring up, just the way that, of course, Kathy's very eloquent and how she presents herself and you're funny. I think it's uh, I'm the, not chemi eloquent. the chemistry. You're, I'm not eloquent. You're, hey, I'm funny. You're, you're funny. I can be totally funny. Offended. Screw okay. you guys. Nah, I'm trying to give you a compliment. <laughs> Thank but you, no, man. I do. I think it would be something to consider, but uh, or at least bring Kathy on as like a spot every six months. A consult, or so. yeah. yeah, consult because she brought up the, the the best part of the of the day. Yeah, we're consultants. We're not grandparents. There you go. God, I love that. We should have thought of that. Okay. All right. And with that, this has been fun. Yes. Thank you so much, guys, for listening, and we will see you on the next hey, Monday. Monday fun day. Love you guys. Bye, guys. Thanks Peace so much. Out. You, Me, and Mike is a production of The Rambling Redhead from 13 Media. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star rating while you're there. Have an idea for a topic you'd like us to discuss? Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or send us a message on Instagram. We would love to share your idea on the show. For a daily dose of our crazy lives, follow us on Instagram at The Rambling Redhead and at Mike Todrick. And catch No Moreno on HGTV. Make sure to come back on Monday for a new Monday Funday bonus episode. We're going to be doing some wild sh- Poo poo pants. <laughs>